Bobble House. This is Obsessed. I'm Elaine. And I'm Jana, and we are your hosts of this podcast. In each episode, we'll talk about pop culture, being in our 20s, and things we're obsessed with. We'll unpack our feelings about the good, the bad, and why they matter. We're back with season two. Woo! So excited, so excited to unpack all of the new things that we're absolutely obsessed with. Mm. And this season, we're going to be talking all about our nostalgic feels. So from our favorite childhood snacks to reflecting on our 20s, this season will take you down memory lane. Mm. So how are you feeling, Jana? Tell me all about what you've been up to. I'm good. I'm doing well. I'm very excited for this new year. I, to be completely honest, it is January 9th and I'm still recovering from New Year's and my birthday, which was December 30th. <laughs> Capricorn um, season. Yes, Capricorn season. I had, yeah, I had a birthday party at a bar in Chinatown and it was very fun. And But I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm deceased. You looked really good. Like you Thank killed you. it in that Thank outfit. You. you did so many outfits. The dress code was drama. That was the what I put in the group text and you were giving like Barbie but glam wow glam Barbie okay speaking of Barbie did you know there's a show on Netflix called Barbie life in the dream house and it's actually really good is it is it like Like the campy humor is great it's very campy okay and it's like yeah it's like the the premise is that it is a reality show and so there's Mm -hmm. like confessionals (gasps) amazing Ooh, I'm impressed. that's okay that i will have to watch that before i watch the actual barbie because i'm getting the itch i need to see the real like not the real oh one, but yes the one i'm so excited with margot, margot robbie. robbie i'm yes. so excited it's gonna be great i am also recovering from some trauma from flying oh. like during the holiday season that was a bit oh, of a no. mess oh no but i had a lot of fun in new york city i actually yes met ophelia and abby in real life so oh i'm so jealous i love meeting like internet friends in real life so we're gonna have to set that up and i might go to la in like the next few months so maybe we'll do a live episode that would be really cool like just like in the same room right that would be really sweet. Let me know. Keep me updated. I will. I will for sure. So let's get into it. In this episode, we're going to talk about what some would call a pretty formative period in life. That's right. We're talking about being in our 20s. So in our early discussions of this episode, Elaine kindly pointed out that she <laughs> is in her early 20s and I am in my late 20s. <laughs> so we're going to have some different perspectives here. <laughs> Let me start by asking Elaine, what do you think of your 20s so far? How old are you? Are you 21? I'm turning 22 end of this month. So January 25th, I will be 22. Okay. Well, I'm an ancient crone. No. Um, What do you think of your 20s so far? (laughs) Okay. By the way, like, Jana, I don't think you've ever revealed your age, but when I first met you, like, even just looking at your Instagram and, like, seeing you on Zoom, I thought you were so, like, I thought you were, like, a year older than me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, actually, like. You need to drop, you need to start dropping that skincare routine, like vitamin routine. Mm, Asian doll raisin, baby. I think it's sunscreen. <laughs> like, I think it's just mostly we use a lot of sunscreen. Yeah. So my 20s, um, not, I don't think it's what I imagined or envisioned for myself as mm-hmm. a 10-year-old. Um, yeah. Because for, I think, every year of my life, mm-hmm. I used to keep a diary or some sort of journal. And I looked back on what I wrote 
about like my grand scheme of life that I wanted Mm -hmm. when I was Mm -hmm. 10 years old in my 20s. And it was very New York-esque. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to be hustling in New York and being some sort of like fashion designer or magazine editor. Why is it always that girls want to be fashion designers or magazine editors? You know what it is, is that every single rom-com from when we were growing up, the girl works at a magazine or is like a fashion designer. True. Perfect example, I would say, is um, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Amazing film. That's a perfect movie. It really is a perfect movie. I perfect I love Kate Hudson. Perfect Nepo it. baby. Oh, that's another hot topic, Nepo babies. Yes. Um, She's one of the best Nepo babies, in my opinion. Other than being a fashion designer or magazine editor, I really mm-hmm. wanted to own like this huge house yeah, and to be married by 25 and have like oh my a gosh. bunch of kids for some reason. <laughs> How many kids do you want? I think when I was a kid, I wanted like four. Mm, that's then a lot. I, like, then I realized I had to be the one being pregnant and like yeah. birthing. I mean, not necessarily. Not necessarily with yeah. the biotechnology nowadays. There's yes. a lot of different options for sure. But the even, still the financial like burden, not yeah. burden, but like the financial stability you on. need is still like extremely high to have one kid, let alone four. Yeah. So in hindsight, I don't really think those are the things I want anymore. Mm. I mean, they're still nice things. Yeah. Um, but I think the crux of what I wanted as a kid for myself mm-hmm. in my 20s was to be an adult immediately. And I wanted yeah. to be taken seriously and to be yeah. super, super, super independent. Yeah. But now I just like want to have fun and do yes. and live my life for myself instead yes. of like trying to prove something to other people. Right. Because what's the point? Like it's my life. So. I'm going to live it. Who even are those people that you're trying to prove something to? I don't know. They're like the shadowy figure in my imagination. I'm like, I have to prove those people wrong. They have to see (laughs) me differently. Yeah. But they don't, they don't, they don't care who I am. And I don't totally care either. So yeah. What about you? What has, what was your imagination for your twenties as a kid? Um, I definitely thought my life was going to be a lot more like gossip girl. Ooh, it's kind of (laughs) scandalous. Kind of scandalous. I thought I, yeah, actually, I thought I was going to be immediately extremely sexually active. (laughs) And I thought I was going to be like find the perfect job right out of college. Or I thought I would be discovered on the street and become like a super famous model or actress or something like that. Right. Um, Still shocked that that hasn't happened. Kind of weird. How dare they not like scout discover me? (laughs) Um, And I thought. To me, in my mind, I was like, your 20s equals freedom. I was thought Mm -hmm. I was going to be really financially free, like buy whatever I wanted. But no one talks about how broke you are in your early 20s or how broke I was, at least. Um, And yeah, I feel like in my early 20s, especially, I was just jumping from like low paying job to low paying job, trying to find like some sense of fulfillment, but not being able to focus on anything really because I was so broke all the time. Right. Um, And yeah, I also I thought. I'd feel more mature and grown up, I think. But in your early 20s, you're basically still a teenager. You basically just went from like 18 to 20. Yep. And the only reason I feel more quote unquote grown up now, I think is because I can look back and see the difference in in how I used to be, how I used to act, how I used to feel, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, Yeah. 
And I yeah. think a lot of like this concern for money at our age, like in the tw- in our twenties, is because mm-hmm. we want that like financial stability and we want sure. that really awesome job that pays like a lot of money because there's this fear looming over us in our generation that's like mm-hmm. there we're never gonna own property mm. um economic recession yes. there's also inflation so all the avocado all, toast we've been eating <laughs> all the avocado imports that we've been just burning away and mm-hmm. also there's climate change and environmental degradation so then there's this fear that like there's this literal existential fear that we have yeah. in our 20s that um forces us to also be afraid of like never being financially independent yeah like a scarcity scarcity mindset yeah definitely yeah yeah I also think when I was growing up and maybe you would say the same thing there was more romanticization of work and of working and of being like a woman in the workplace a girl boss if you will and now I'm like, I literally will do anything to work as little as possible and make as much money as possible. Get in, get out, barely talk yep. to anyone. Yes, I never want a real job again. <laughs> yeah, I feel that like, I think definitely because women gained, took so long to gain this financial stability and like right. their place in work settings and work environments. Nobody really talks about like burnout yeah like feeling really exhausted from jobs yeah so yeah yeah but I did a lot of dumb dumb stuff too from like 17 to now honestly yeah um especially when I just turned 20 yeah I thought I was so cool yeah I but then I look back especially like do you ever get those iPhone videos where they look back on oh what you were doing two years ago this day right when they make a compilation that makes it look like you died yeah it's like (laughs) so depressing and there's this crazy like pirates of caribbean music playing in the back yeah and then i look back on it and the things that i thought were so cool and important probably aren't that cool and important to me anymore it's like yeah sometimes kind of cringe the stuff i did before my opinion, you are, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, actually. You right. are your stupidest from 21 to 24-ish. So watch out. Because <laughs> silly. Thing. I mean, do yeah, do what you have to do. It's life experience. It's all right. it's all a sum of the whole. But um, you have like at those ages, you have like a little bit more money, a little bit more freedom to make your own choices, but you basically still have like kind of the brain of a teenager. Right. Um, which is just the perfect storm of things that make you do really stupid things yeah does that sound <laughs> accurate for you I know I have like this great either I'm like whatever f it I'm gonna do whatever I want or I'm yeah. extremely anxious and I can't do anything yeah but what's since you talked about being 21 to 24 is the silliest yeah. age you've been like doing the silliest things what is the dumbest thing or craziest thing you <sighs> did during that period I want to know dumbest, the dumbest, craziest thing that you can say on the podcast. <laughs> um, what am I allowed to say on here? <laughs> anything, anything you want. Um, I've definitely I've left my phone in two different Ubers. I puked in two different Ubers. These are different occasions, and I'm a chlamydia and gonorrhea survivor. <laughs> oh no! Uh, it's fine. I can laugh about it now. Um, um, so what have you learned 
through those experiences um don't trust men and cell phone keys wallet every time you leave the house leave the uber leave the restaurant wherever you go cell phone keys wallet do you have all of them yep finally i would say i actually just got my phone stolen recently (gasps) for the first time i actually never had it stolen before you have an iphone there is a setting where you can make it so that you can't put your phone on airplane mode if it's locked Mm-hmm. So make sure you do that because the first thing they do when they steal your phone is they put it on airplane mode. Yep. Evil. So you can't track it. Yes. Is that helpful at all? <laughs> yes. Thank you for your girly tips. Yes, Actually, everyone can use this tip. Yeah. I felt so lost without my phone. Like yeah. even to, I just – it took me like a day or two to get a new phone. And even yeah. during that time, I was just like, what do I do? Like how do I get anywhere? <laughs> I realized like I use maps for everything. Yep. When we were talking about those iPhone – video compilations that are extremely <laughs> weird and like it gives like star wars music vibe but it's mm. just like me my selfies over the years yes <laughs> but do you ever look back on what you did every year and like kind of cringe at what you did mm, absolutely <laughs> like I'm glad we like, relate yes almost everything i feel like every boy i had a crush on every retail job that i was like really committed to and really dedicated to for some reason i look mm. back and i'm like that is just like a blip, such a small blip in my life that felt so important to me at the time. And right. now I can I can barely remember these people's names. I can't remember like what I did in the day to day at these retail jobs. It's just uh-huh. it's all about perspective. Right. And I think, like you said earlier, life is so long. It is. But I feel like I don't realize that when you're in yeah. your 20s, you're like, Everyone is telling you how you have to do the most. There's always this like Forbes 30 under 30. Sometimes there's like youth, like teenagers who are doing the greatest things in science development Mm. or like developing new technologies, which is great. Of course. But there's this urgency to do so much when you're in your 20s or even Mm -hmm. as a teenager, Mm -hmm. which is kind of overwhelming sometimes I resent like the 30 under 30 conversation so much because it's like why is this more impressive because I did it at this age right when honestly if I did it when I was 30 I would probably have like a more developed vision and would probably be an even better version of what I could have created when I was 25 exactly I totally agree it's like you accumulate more knowledge right when you're older and you Mm -hmm. probably have better resources to do so and probably Mm -hmm. a better perspective Mm -hmm. um speaking of that as I get older my priorities also change Mm -hmm. obviously Mm -hmm. and I see people around me very differently now Mm -hmm. how in what way what would you say I think like for some people in my life they're only supposed to be there for a season or they're like seasonal Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I used to think that if we're really good friends we're gonna talk no matter what every day we're gonna be besties for life yeah yes yeah exactly but it's not really like that because people move they do different things we're geographically in different places Mm -hmm. and it's not like in high school where you're forced to see the same people every single day right so now you have this freedom to choose how you spend your time Mm -hmm. and I think what's most important for me now is learning how to balance wanting to be more social and then like seeing more people whilst Mm -hmm. also working on myself and like trying to find my inner peace yeah but maybe it's not mutually exclusive yeah do you still speaking of high school do you still have a lot of friends from high school because I have like 
three or four. <laughs> I don't think I'm very close to a lot of people from yeah. high school, but maybe childhood friends, like people I've, like my family are close to, like that we're still really close to, or like people who have been my neighbor for mm. a long time. I think yeah, those are like more lasting friendships. I feel like that's a really crazy part of growing up is realizing that there's so many people that you're only close to because you live in the same town or you go to the exactly. same school or like- exactly. You take piano lessons together, you know, and then when that's gone, you might not have anything in common. I feel yeah. like I had that experience a lot right when I went to college. I realized, like, I don't really have anything in common with, like, any of, like, people I called my best friends in high school. Right. Which is so weird. But like you said, it's okay. People come and go. Friendships. Some friendships are meant to be seasonal. Some are forever, for sure. But Yeah. Some are forever, yeah. and you don't need to talk to them every day. Like, you have a great dynamic. Yes. Then I think good foundation. Even if you don't talk for a long time and then you chat once in a while, it's the friendship is still there. For sure. And some friendships, I feel like they really helped me grow as mm -hmm. a person. Mm -hmm. More about for sure. you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. My friends inspire me so much. I feel, Yay! Like, <laughs> I feel like we're all really different, but mm -hmm. seeing them being passionate about their different things makes me want to be more passionate about mine. Like right. my friend Mans, for example, she lives in, she's like my, my one Filipino best friend and she lives in Colorado. Her life is like so different from mine. She's like going to be a nurse. Like she's like in school, wow. she's married. Like she lives in Colorado. Like everything about her life is so different from mine, but she's just like, I feel like she's just like the best at everything she does. And yeah, it's really inspiring. She's always really inspired me. Lately, yeah. I've been really craving, we used to be roommates and when we were, and when we were roommates, um, sometimes she would like play Sims and we would put it on the, on the TV <gasps> and just like all hang out while Mans played Sims. And I've been craving that so much. I just want to watch Mans play Sims. And, and then I think my whole life would be okay. It's a special feeling, right? Yeah. Like that playing Sims probably unlocks a lot of different memories about the conversations you had, the feelings yeah. you had. Yeah. You're probably so different. But then we always kind of crave that cozy feeling with friends and just sitting mm -hmm. around and talking mm -hmm. I think that's what I miss the most especially during the pandemic when mm -hmm. it was like very isolated mm -hmm. so yeah I love that cozy feeling with friends yeah but I feel like with friends of mine that have moved away what I miss most is not any of the big crazy things exactly like fancy exactly. dinners or anything yeah I'm it's like sitting on the couch together watching YouTube videos. <laughs> yep, exactly. And like just talking for so long. Like mm -hmm. you're like, oh, we're going to put on a movie. You don't even watch the movie because you're chat, chat, chitty, chitty, chatty, chatty girls. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I also think sometimes I get FOMO. Mm -hmm. And that only really I happened. Yeah, I always get FOMO. I don't want to get FOMO because I have really bad FOMO. I think, but it, I think it stems from the media portrayal of being in your 20s. Mm. So like on Vice, you always see these sweaty people on digital cameras dancing in the early mm. 2000s. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Indie sleeves. Oh, that's what it's <laughs> called. Okay. Yes. Iconic. It's very Tumblr era. Very. Just had a birthday party. My friend Noah brought his digital camera because I wanted pics like that. <laughs> Ooh. And were the pics like Indie sleeves vibes? I think they were less gross than indie sleazes, but it was like kind of the same vibe. Definitely. And I yeah. think as a teenager, I was like, wow, they're so cool. They're so crazy. But now I'm kind of turning into a grandma. Mm. And I think 
I think it's also the cultural shift right now. We're really mm-hmm. into knitting and like self-care. Yeah. And like drinking matcha in the mornings. Yeah. So but, when you say yeah. FOMO, you mean like not of hanging out with other people. It's about that other people, like maybe not even people that you know are living it up and having this crazy party life. Yeah. More than it is being like, oh, my friends are out right now. If I don't go, I'm going to miss out. Yeah, I think it's more like watching those people being like yeah. super crazy. I keep seeing high school content and being like, guys, I was so ugly in high school. Like I, was, like, <laughs> I had like sweaty side bangs. Like why does everyone look like a freaking supermodel in high school? I, I don't understand. I know. But one portrayal that I really liked um, that a series that just recently finished, which I'm really sad about, is Atlanta. Mm. Mm. I haven't watched that actually. It's so good. And mm-hmm. it, we follow few main characters who transition mm-hmm. from college to their early 20s mm-hmm. and we watch them work different jobs like in telecommunications and sales and then trying to be mm. a rapper and doing mm. all that stuff and then meeting really weird people mm-hmm. and then along the way developing really great friendships mm. and I think I liked it so much because it felt real and nothing is truly planned right mm, okay. you you can't really plan your whole life. And that's something that I've tried to do. I'm always like, okay, I need to plan my whole like 20s. What am I going to do? For sure. But Atlanta, it just kind of shows that life is random and you just kind of have to go with the flow most of the time. Mm -hmm. And I think another really great point that this TV show emphasized was the struggle of seeing everyone your age succeed, right? Right, right, right. People are making lots of money or having these great amazing jobs or even starting a family yeah I was literally scrolling Instagram the other day and a girl from my class has a baby like a literal baby Mm -hmm. which is the cutest baby ever but I just think about how we used to sit in class together not so long ago it was four years ago maybe and now we're living completely different lives isn't that such a weird feeling? It's so it's so weird. It just really puts you in perspective. You're like, okay, so we're really different and we're really just like in different phases of our lives. Yeah. My best friend from elementary school has like three kids now, I think. <gasps> and she got married on my move-in day at college. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. It's so crazy. It's just like, I feel like it's hard not to compare your life with other people's because every but every different like life path has like a different timeline like for her it might have been the most important thing to start a family as soon as possible for me like I don't even know if that's gonna happen um yeah yeah, like it doesn't make sense career especially it doesn't make sense to compare your career to other people's a lot of the time like I shouldn't compare my career to someone who is going to medical school for example but how could I not do that like how can I not (laughs) just try to make it make sense in my brain like that Exactly. You're like, okay, so we started in the same high school. Yeah. How did we all end up in such different places? But that's right. just how it goes, right? Yeah. I tried to think about this. I have a hard time thinking of any media that feels accurate to my experience of being in Dang. my 20s. Yeah. I keep um like a running list of everything that I watch in my planner. And I looked through this whole year. I could not find a single example of something that I watched in 2022 that is applicable to this conversation. Dang. That's that's upsetting. Do better. Dude, <laughs> yeah, I need to watch more. <laughs> I think it's like also there there is a pretty bad portrayal 
like yeah. we talked about earlier. But have you found any that are kind of decent? I did watch all of Pen15 this year, which is perfectly accurate to my tweens. And I do think that's the first time I found something like that. What is Pen15? 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 You haven't watched Pen15? No. I haven't. Oh my God. Is- uh, this is like one of the, I think this is one of the greatest shows of all time. Some people cannot watch it. Like they physically cannot handle how cringy it is. But to me, it makes me feel so held. Like I feel, and it makes me laugh out loud. And it makes me cry. Just two best friends just like navigating life in seventh grade, eighth grade, something like that. Oh, like so they're young, really like young, tiny. but they are played by 30 year olds. No, no, <laughs> so no, no. It's, <laughs> it's written by these two girls who are like best friends in real life. And okay. they're just basically playing themselves. But the the acting is phenomenal. Like it's so there's so many little things. Girl is just having an argument with her mom and she's just like fiddling with like a lampshade the whole time. And it's just like little quirks like that that are yeah. just remind me of being 13 and not knowing like what to do with my body ever, like not knowing how to handle yep. myself in any situation. Like everything is so awkward all the time. Yep. That is Pen15 is the most perfect, perfect portrayal of that. And it makes me laugh out loud. And as I'm talking about it, I think I'm ready to watch it again. And you should watch it because it's okay, amazing. Okay, I will watch it. But do you think those people who physically cringe from watching it because it's yeah. too accurate, they're like, oh, I, I can't watch know. myself, basically. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they're not like... They're not ready. I feel like I'm really in touch now with my 13-year-old version of myself. Like, I feel like I'm really like... I understand why she did everything she did I understand why she had the side for so long <laughs> and I love her and I cherish her and I right. and I want her to know that like everything is so good now life is so fun now and yeah, yeah. did that have any did that make any sense <laughs> yeah that makes sense it's like when you want to say something mean to yourself they say that yeah. would you say this to your 12 year old self never yeah never of course not they're your they're just she's my baby something. yeah you want to hold on to that and be precious yeah towards that but okay so pen 15 is very different from another one that I really liked which I think was pretty accurate to my 20s mm. so have you watched the movie the worst person in the world no I have not but I've heard that it's good tell me more it's so well done I think mm. So the film follows this main character. Her name is Julie as she Mm -hmm. enters her 20s. So she switches from psychology to medicine to photography. Mm -hmm. And you can see the physical changes in her style, the way Mm -hmm. she speaks, and the way she perceives people as the movie goes on. Mm -hmm. And you can see her sexuality also develop as she becomes Mm -hmm. more womanly, right? Yeah. And the overarching kind of theme of this movie is the fear of aging and not knowing what to do with your life. It also touches on this pressure to grow up and have this stable career and life, especially for women to have kids and get married. I felt really comforted watching her navigate her 20s because it felt that because at the end she's okay and she is happy with herself and it kind of just reminded me that everything was going to be okay. That's beautiful. Are you scared of aging, would you say? I think yes, because yeah, as a woman, yeah. I think you know that your beauty kind of has an expiration date. Yeah. But what about you? Um, Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I'm definitely scared of aging. I think even when I was a kid, when I was like, I think at every every big stage of life, I've been like a little scared. Um, 
even as a kid, I remember thinking like one day I'm going to be 13 and I'm not going to be like this cute little kid anymore and things are going to be different. <laughs> and that is that was hard for me to wrap my mind around even then. Yeah. And yeah, even more so now. But at the same time, I feel like life just gets better and better the older you get. And everyone says your 30s are so much better than your 20s. So I'm kind mm -hmm. of excited about that. Not going to lie. 30, yeah. 30 and thriving. Yep. And I think it's my fear of aging definitely comes from seeing my parents get older. Yeah. And seeing that like they're not who they were when yeah. I was 10 years old. That's hard. So I think that's like where most of my fear comes from as well. That's hard. I get that for sure. Okay. Heavy stuff. <laughs> I know. It got sad. I'm sorry. Um, okay. I have a, a philosophical question for you. Are okay. You another one. Another one. Yes. What has been your biggest learning experience in your 20s? Oh, my God. So many. So I just mm -hmm. learned today that I need to change the setting on my iPhone. Yes, that's absolutely. Number one. That's the first thing. First thing I need to do. But mm -hmm. in a more philosophical sense, I think mm -hmm. learning to prioritize myself more. Mm. My perspective is that you're going to be alone for the majority of your life and you should right. love hanging out with yourself. Right. Because I think that's really important to just love the time you have on your own. What about you? That's a really nice way of putting that. I know. I've been thinking about it. <laughs> I would say that something, the biggest thing I learned last year is don't give your life to a job. Right. I would say remember what's really important to you. And that's probably not working your nine to five. Like it's probably spending time with your family, spending time with your friends, making memories, doing creative things, things that are not your job. Right. Have you seen that thing that's like no one is on their deathbed and thinks I wish I worked more? Right. Exactly. Yeah. It's like I wish I spent more time with this person or right. did this, tried this out. I wish I tried this hobby. Like I always wanted to do that. Why didn't I ever do that? Or I wish what's I traveled a hobby, to this place. What's a hobby that you want to develop? Um, I'm starting ballet again that I'm really Yay! excited about and nervous about. Um, yeah, I want to be really good this time because last time I was really bad. <laughs> I took it for like a few years and then I basically took the entire pandemic off. Right. So it's going to be a lot of like learning again, but I'm hoping like now I have like a little bit more knowledge. Maybe I won't be the worst one in the class anymore. <laughs> I don't think, I think you're, even if you are the worst one, like, so what? Yeah. I know. Just well, honestly, it. yeah, I feel like that was really good for me to have, be able to have like a positive attitude during that like being mm. really out of my element and everything being yeah. really new for me. You're going to get so strong. I hope so. We'll see. I'm, it's it all about sense. the outfits. I'm really excited about the outfits. <laughs> it's all about the Miu Miu flats. Mm, oh, my gosh. And I the, want the Sandy Liang ones. Oh, and the Balenciaga <sighs> city bags, you know. Of course. With the leg warmers. Um, What about you? Anyways, Any hobbies? Any new hobbies? Oh, hobbies. I've been trying to knit something for the longest Fine. time. What do you So knitting? if anybody uh, – I'm trying to knit this headband to mm, cover my cute. ears. But I'm still trying to figure out how to do a pearl and normal stitch. So if there's oh. any knitters in the community who would yeah. like to teach me any some thread tips. heads. Oh, is that what they're called? I don't know. Thread I have no heads. Idea. <laughs> That's a really cute name. Okay. Yeah. Thread heads. Listen yes. up. I need some tips. I need some yes. help. Please help me out. But yes. that's my hobby right now that I'm trying to develop cute i love that oh also one thing i would add is that it benefits everyone to discuss your salary oh yep that's a good reminder I <laughs> <laughs> thank you jana for that yes. reminder 
So many tips you're throwing out today. You're throwing out them tips. You know, it's a new year. I'm feeling really philosophical. I've been doing a lot of journaling, reflecting. Maybe that's it. I think we should wrap things up with Crush Corner. Elaine, who are you crushing on today and why? Okay, so I just watched Broker, the Korean, South Korean movie yesterday. I haven't seen that. It's really, really good and made me cry. Um, Mm. And IU is in it. I love Ayu. She's so cute. She's Gorgina. So yeah. that's my crush right now. She's amazingly talented. And uh, I didn't even recognize her in the first like few scenes because I was mm-hmm. so into her character. And I really thought that it was just another actress, but it's Ayu. So that's amazing. I was so impressed. But what about you? Love her. Um, I'm going to say my crush is Sandy Liang. Ooh. Because these hair accessories that she makes like have you seen the scrunchie that's like a flower yep or there's like the rosette made of silk like on a hair tie those just like tickle a part of my brain that has not been tickled in a long time like it's very like I don't even know how to explain it I just I something unlocks in my brain when I look at beautiful cute things like that and I'm really grateful to her for that it's very dainty I love you very dainty Sandy Liang I want to collab really bad (laughs) like so bad (laughs) okay i think that's all from us today thank you so much for listening to this opening episode of season two we hope you'll stick around for the rest of the season yes it's only gonna get better Bye. bye